When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The person who's going through the development is probably making them feel really shitty about the fact that they're not and using that against them. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, oh, God. So, like, it's all defenses all the time. Everybody feels judged and unloved. And so it's like, wow. How do you? And here's what you would actually have to do. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Relationship Theory. I'm your co-host, Tom Bilyeu, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, who I had a very lovely weekend and especially evening with last night. Lisa Bilyeu, what is up? Hello, baby. How are we doing? Good, how are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. Okay, so this question comes from Facebook from Justin Damien Furness. What if one partner is always doing self-development and making an effort to communicate and the other person is just not interested and always critiquing the other after 15 years of marriage? What strategies can be put in Whoa, place? talk about a curveball. Um, is this our most frequently asked question? It's got to be. Yeah. One of us is into development and the other is not. Yeah. And what do you do? Now, normally this is... Go ahead. Just because... I get it. Like, it would be tough. Like, it takes so much time, energy, and focus to work on yourself and to work on bettering yourself. And it's it can be all-consuming, right? Because it's every thought you have. It's every action you take. Like, you have to really work on changing it. And when you put that much time and effort and the person you love so much that you've been together, you've got so many memories with so much history and you love them. But as you start growing things start to like um, fork in the road, like that is tough. So I really do get why people struggle with it because mm-hmm. what do you do? Like you don't want to give up your growth. So what do you do, Mr. Billy? Yeah, it's very, so at the beginning of the relationship, it's very, very easy. And I right. would, I would now, given where I'm at and my own development cycle, I would not be in a relationship with somebody that doesn't have a growth mindset or at Already. least. Already. Yes, Correct. Or doesn't at least say, I want a growth mindset and I'm willing to do what it takes to get there. Because now what you're looking for is leverage, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing in the 15-year the um, relationship, but you need that leverage. And if you don't have a point of leverage, like this is going to end really badly. And now here, the reason that it's so, so dangerous in a 15-year relationship is this concept that you and I have that we call the dust has begun to settle, right? So mm. in any like issue between you and I, we always make sure we get to the root issue. We clear all the dust so that you're not holding on to something, that you're not bringing something up from two or three years ago or God forbid 15 years ago mm-hmm. that you didn't fully let go and letting go of stuff, really letting it go is one of the, it's like the relationship superpower. If you can't let something go, that dust begins to settle. So they've got 15 years, just knowing what I know about people, 
there's dust in the relationship for sure. Oh, 15 years now for sure. you have like no, A, you don't have leverage. B, the person, at least as they wrote it, is essentially heckling them, to use my words. Yeah. On that and they're you know, going through this. And this is always critiquing, not interested. Right? Yeah. So, and the reason I use the word heckle is critique sounds highfalutin and reasonable. Heckling is what a dickhead does. So once you get, you know me, I love binary. It's good, it's bad. Love, hate. Like, and I don't live there. It's just you have to put things into one camp or the other to get clarity. So heckling, it is bad behavior because it is not effective. It puts the other person's defenses up. So like when you've got both sides with their defenses up, and by the way, the other person is criticizing because I'm sure they have felt heckled. And yeah. so it's like both people go. have their guards up. The person who's going through the development is probably making them feel really shitty about the fact that they're not and using that against them. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, oh, God. So like it's all defenses all the time. Everybody feels judged and unloved. Yeah. And so it's like, wow, how do you? And here's what you would actually have to do. I would say, let's say I'm the development one. I'd be like, I bet I make this person feel horrific. And the reason that they're criticizing me is because I've made them feel some kind of way. And that some kind of way is not great. Taking and so ownership. I'm, I'm going to take ownership 100%. Yeah. And I'm just going to say, look, I have the chills. I really want to have the primary goal of this relationship to be to make you feel better about yourself when you're with me than when you're not. Period. And I'm just Can going you just to say that again? Because that to me is one of the most powerful things, powerful things in a relationship. To me, it is literally the barometer by which you should judge the health of your relationship. Does the other person feel better about themselves when they're around you than so they do when good. they're not? So, I, and the reason that I say that is I, I wouldn't be in a relationship with all of its compromises and all of that if that weren't true. Mm. Like that seems like the only payoff that's worth. That you feel better about yourself when you're around me. Correct. Yeah. Like why else would I do this? Right. So, but really, like I, I actually don't understand. Yeah. Like when I look at people that are in um, emotionally abusive relationships or just toxic, right? It's just toxic. You're not having a good time. I don't understand why you would give up all the things you have to give up if that person doesn't make you feel better about yourself, by the way, mm -hmm. entirely selfish. Mm -hmm. But you do. And so for me, it is like, it's such a no brainer to sacrifice whatever I need to sacrifice for the health of this relationship because it makes me feel better about myself. And I just love it. Like intrinsically, no one has to convince me or anything. So anyway, we're going to agree that that is the main goal. If we can't agree on that, there's just so much danger, like it's immediately seek therapy mm -hmm. or break up. But assuming that we can agree on that, then it's like, all right, let's lower our defenses. Let's really hear each other and figure out like where did it stall right where did that real unraveling begin get back to that like in this case it sounds like where did i begin to make you feel judged like and oh god going back to what you were saying earlier about like this stuff is predictable so i would go into the conversation one ownership two predicting like that i have made this person feel bad like it's so predictable so growth mindset tends to lead to being an evangelist 
And so you want, like, you've mm-hmm. gone through something amazing. You want other people to go through yeah. it. But they're going to feel judged because essentially what you're saying is, I found something amazing. The way I am is awesome. The way you are sucks. You're not and, good oh, enough and you haven't exactly. figured it out. And Correct. Yeah. And if, if you really have a growth mindset, you know that the other person probably has a fixed mindset. Yeah. If you have a growth mindset, you're not judging them for that. Yeah. And if they have a fixed mindset, you know that they feel judged. That's so it's like, so true. But this is all predictable going into yeah. it. So I'm going to ownership, predictability, and say, I'm going to guess that somewhere along this path, I've made you feel judged. And I can't imagine anything less likely to make you feel better about yourself when you're around me than when you're not, than you thinking I'm judging you. And so I just want to drop all that. Like, I want you to know I love you right now today, exactly who you are. And I want to know like what you want to like, what would I need to do for you to really feel truly loved? And by the way, if you have a growth mindset and you're committed, keep in mind, I started this whole thing by saying I wouldn't be in a relationship with somebody that doesn't mm-hmm. have a growth mindset. But if you're in a relationship with somebody that doesn't have a growth mindset, you do, and you're committed to the relationship, you need to understand this is a multi-year endeavor yeah. to, to like hmm. truly help them find the joy in having a growth mindset and not feel judged all along the way. So it's going to involve a lot of listening, making sure that you really understand where they're at, and then just them seeing that it's actually taking you to a better place. And by and the why, way... And why that's good for them. Definitely. Right? Because let's face it, as humans, I think we can't help but think about like, how is this good for me and how does this benefit me? And so if their, their growth mindset is actually improving that other per- their partner's lives, then I think that could be encouraging like all this, like this one thing that you used to like always get upset over or one thing that I always did that like really annoyed you or you felt, you know, neglected. Look, I'm changing. Like the knock-on effect is now you're benefited from, from it as well. No question. And um, if you really are trying to get better and own that like showing up to every discussion argument whatever with like looking for ways to take ownership of that Mm. it's not going to in the first six months you're just going to feel like you're getting the shit kicked out of you because the other person will take advantage of that Mm. and so a predictability so know that if they have a fixed mindset they're looking to be right to feel smart all of that because they believe that their talent and intelligence are fixed traits and so life is just about maximizing your emotional response to whatever hand you were dealt Mm. So you know that that's how the person is going to respond. So just know that this is going to take a very long time and that in the beginning, they're just going to take advantage of it. But you have to believe that over time, A, you'll actually get better. So you really will be improving emotionally. Your ability to listen, all of that is going to be improving. And they'll begin to thaw and realize, wow, they're not judging me. They're actually looking at themselves. If anything, they're judging themselves and trying Mm -hmm. to get better and improve over time. They're not trying to convince me this is my big thing. I was always trying to convince you you were wrong so that I didn't have to feel badly because I hated that feeling so much that if I could just convince you to see things my way then I wouldn't have to feel bad about making you feel bad feel bad yeah and so once you let go of that and like really take the ownership of whoa I made her feel badly about herself and that was not my intention all right I could keep going on this one but I'm gonna stop yeah um all very powerful takeaway messages nice yeah I had a million things to add but you kind of covered everything 
Wow. Yeah. Oh, and just and and empathize. I think put yourself in their shoes. Um, one thing that people talk about a lot and that I've heard a lot is like, let's say when one person starts going on a diet, right, or starts like working on their physique, like, okay, you know, I really want to change. I want to change the way I eat. I want to go to the gym more. And then the partner doesn't join in, right? That friction that then starts of one person really trying to improve and the other person kind of staying where they are. Um, I think ends up causing a problem because the other person starts feeling like, oh, you don't love me now. Like, I'm not good enough for you just because now you've got this new hobby or whatever. They'll try and write it off. So I think if you can be empathetic to the other person and understand what they're going through, why they're reacting like that, because if they're criticizing, why are they criticizing? You just said it um, earlier, is that they're trying to do it to protect themselves. Um, and so I think that, you know, because then they have to look upon themselves and say, well, I'm not good enough instead of saying wow this is something I can improve on which are two very different mindsets um, so if you can understand why at least they're acting like that I think that that helps when you do start talking about it